The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org. Hello, everybody. I'm glad to be here. My father wrote a poem in 1974. It was relevant then, and it's relevant now. So I hope you enjoy it. Together we. I shall walk in the streets amongst you, my friends, my earthly brothers and sisters. And when you see me and I you, we shall know each other. For you are my image and I am yours. For we are of the creator, the creator whom I should know, but I don't. I believe but do I? Amongst you, my friends, I'm like you, but I'm not. I seek the truth, and you are the truth, because you are yourself, my friends, my earthly brother and sisters. Look at us. We're white, black, brown, red. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> It's like a bouquet of roses. We are all one, but yet we're not. That's the challenge, but yet it's not. Because the good flower will shine. It will have a universal smile, a smile that's real. The other flower, might have, oh, excuse me. Poor, shall have no glow. Profitable success it might have, but it really won't. But now here we are in the streets amongst each other, my friends. For we are truly earthly brothers and sisters. Thank you. Poetry. A word after a word after a word is power. A word after a word after a word speaks truth. A word after a word is powerful. It awakens dormant cells, sometimes with a jolt or a rush or a refreshing stream of water. It wasn't long after Kay Jorgensen and I moved into the Tenderloin in 2000 that we were visited by Ed Bowers, asking if we would be interested in publishing a poetry anthology. He was a little like the angel Gabriel dropping in on Mary and casually asking if she wanted to give birth to a child that would become a great light, even potentially save us. We didn't immediately jump at the idea, and nor did Mary for that fact. But Ed, our angel Gabriel of poetry, was persistent 
and that persistence led us to say yes. Sure, why not? If I were to look back at all of the yeses, the sures, and the why nots we have said over these 24 years of being faithful fools, I can say honestly that it is probably one that I am most grateful for. The voices of poets have filled the fool's court. And as I listen to the words, the dormant, often hidden or neglected parts of my own very human self came alive. They were given words, and the words shed light on moments of absolute grief and fear, of anger and pain, love and struggle and joy word after word after word. And I was and am so grateful. As we say on, in our mission statement, we discover on the streets our common humanity. Well, in poetry, we too discover our common humanity. Cheryl, Ed, Kim, Jesse, and Joelle are real human beings. They live and invest their lives in the tenderloin, they are fools who hold up mirrors to all of us of what it is to be human and to live in a very human world. A world that may not always be so nice, but is alive and honest. As fool Sam Dennison wrote in our anthology, the variety of people and the grandeur of their dream at the Tenderloin Crossroads are no less than at any oasis on the ancient Silk Road that once connected the spices and exotic goods of the Far East with the awakening culture of Western Europe. It is also a crossroads of people, a place where poets meet one another, where students meet poets, where faculty meets fools, and a crossroads of life. A place where word meets the page, where truth meets dreams, and where the past meets the present." End of quote. So as we prepared for this service, Ed says, what do you want me to write? So I said, well, what does the world need from fools today? What does the tenderloin need from faithful fools? So in true Ed's style, he responded with his words. What does San Francisco need from the faithful fools? I was asked to write a poem about what San Francisco needs from the faithful fools, but I'm such a foolish poet that words run away in fear when I need them most. Words, unlike the faithful fools, are highly unreliable. Focusing on them too much can make you blind. Unlike words, I have never been let down by the faithful fools. Faithful fools have saved my life, as well as the lives of many others who exist in the land of the tenderloin dead, people who I have known and not known. But at this point in time, San Francisco needs its whole life saved. 
the land of the dead is spreading out into the city of life as I speak. Broken human beings who feel like they belong nowhere are everywhere here. If San Francisco was King Lear, it would be going quite mad in need of a fool right now. In Shakespeare or in life, a consultation with fools is needed if we are to survive the self-righteousness, greed, disingenuousness, and most of all, the suicidal despair that has, for over a decade, caused my neighborhood to become another Jonestown. Lear needed his court jester to stay sane at court. San Francisco needs the fools for exactly the same reason. But what does San Francisco really need specifically from the faithful fools? I don't know. I am just a poet fool with no words. Ask them. They will meet you where you are and put a voice to your words. What more could you need? So I invite to read. Now Joelle Yates will be reading a poem by Jesse Johnson called A Fierce Thirst. Good morning, everybody. A Fierce Thirst by Jesse James Johnson. A fierce thirst, blistered feet, longing for a deep night's sleep. To know these things is to understand the importance of being generous with water. To know these things is to understand why a democracy needs public benches. To know these things is to understand why we dream of a better time. This dream is a tree growing in a grid of streets that intersect with the destinies of people who struggle with poverty. A people generous and tolerant with stories of sorrow and good friends passing with stories of others forced out by high prices with stories of resilience that defy all predictions. This dream is a tree that sprouts not leaves but wings, as will happen when the people are treated with dignity and compassion. Their thoughts take flight. They remember a future long forgotten. They come to believe in their ability to make things anew. This dream is a tree that flowers. In its branches, art, poetry, music blossom. Tales of exile and acceptance, stories of injustice and survival, flower into a mosaic of narratives of the Tenderloin as a kaleidoscope of languages, beliefs, genders, complexions, and cultures. A view of our world unique and unknown to outsiders. This dream is a tree fruit-bearing, a harvest of small victories, a job interview, a new pair of shoes, a haircut, a room. Being of value, going to school, finding strength among those around you, finding meaning in the struggle, finding yourself in helping others. 
feeling a part of something larger than ourselves. This dream is a tree that grows out of our community. This dream is a tree deep-rooted and far-reaching. Thank you. I invite Kim Diamond up to read her poetry, Us as Community. Good morning. Thank you for letting me into your life today. Um, my poem comes of being homeless and working my way back up off the streets, and I wouldn't have been able to have done that without my community. They became my family. So as we build our containers, while we decide who we are and what we want, a group forms from our neighbors and strangers. We begin massive research. We compare our notes. We throw our ideas around by yarn and by moat. And as we build our ally list and we find those neighbors that need us, those that need us to stand beside them, to fight against injustices. We come, we get involved. Come, get involved with your neighbors. As we share our stories and our lives, we begin to hold hands. And then we begin to hold one another up. We hold one another up to make a difference in our community. We even get to make a friend or two because our long-term goal is rule number one, the most important victory of all for all of us is us as community. Thank you. Faithful Fools are celebrating poetry all month long and it's beautiful to share it with you. And before I have um, Poindexter read our final poem, which is actually from a Unitarian Universalist, Lynn Unger, called Fools, and Vanessa sent it to me in the email. She came upon it a few weeks ago, and she said, did Lynn write this for you? And if she didn't, she did. And so Lynn gave us the permission to use it. If you haven't um, picked one up in the back, we have an envelope that has this um, month. What we have done is Sam created some beautiful poetry cards um, that each of us uh, fools chose a poem, and she designed a card, and we're sending them out in honor of Kay Jorgensen and her clown, Oscar. Because one of the things that Oscar would do in April is instead of pit pocket, she would put pocket. She would put pocket poetry and um, loved to do it, and in practicing put-pocketing, she would start out with little things like slips of paper, and Oscar was extremely proud when one day, Oscar was able to put a banana in somebody's pocket without them noticing. So we invite you to practice put-pocketing or sending out the cards to anybody, because I think it is a moment I know for myself um, that sharing poetry and saturating our hearts with poetry in this month and every month. And uh, there's poetry that can be online and you can share it. So um, with that being said, I invite Poindexter to come forth and to read Fools by Lynn Unger. Fools by Lynn Unger. I'm looking for a few good fools, not idiots 
though I know Lord knows those are thick on the ground. I mean proper fools, the court jester who speaks truth to the king, the tarot card fool who dances blithely, little dog at his heels on the edge of a cliff. And of course, the chasm is real and more dangerous than you can imagine. Famine and drought, corruption and greed, war and genocide, it's all there. Which is why I'm looking for fools. Fools who know how to juggle not just balls, but possibilities. Who can keep incompatible ideas simultaneously aloft. Fools who step lightly, who dance because their feet are tired and there are rocks in the road. Fools who know that sometimes the only way to find a new path is by getting lost. I'm not saying the job is easy. Bumps and bruises are assured, and the pay is literally a joke. Still, the work is not without its rewards. The view from the cliff is extraordinary, and the company divine. Who doesn't want to journey in a cloud of laughter? And what in your full agenda is so much more important? You know you want to join the merry band. Here is your badge. Commence. Commence.